Welcome back to Beyond the Helmet. And of course, that is hashtag BTHPod if you're following on social media. I'm your host, Steve McGrath. And today, I think that I'm talking to a future NFL Offensive Player of the Year, maybe MVP, but it's someone that turned heads this past year with what he did over the course of the season, playing running back for Arizona State. And of course, what he did in the Senior Bowl, it is none other than Rashad White. Rashad, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Man, I appreciate you taking the time. I mean, you're coming fresh off the Senior Bowl. I'm sure you're wasting no time prepping and, and training for the NFL draft or, or combine, I should say, you know, ahead of the draft. How are you feeling today? You know, we're like mid-February. So much, I'm sure, in your life is changing, preparing for all this stuff. Uh, how are you staying calm? How are you just taking it day by day? Um, I'm just like a natural, calm, laid-back guy anyway. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just kind of like the model, you know, you just kind of take it one step, you know, one day, you know, you know, that's all you can do. Kind of take it, you know, one step, one day at a time. And, uh, you know, you just got to keep moving forward, you know, uh, regardless of what's going on. You just got to keep moving on, you know. Uh, I mean, with all this going on, you know, you just got to have good you know, people in your circle and around you that can help you out, manage a lot of these things. And uh, I can say that I have that. And, um, you know, it kind of makes it easier on me to where I can, like, you know, just focus on, you know, getting better at football and and just getting better at, um, you know, the things I need to get better at coming up for the uh, draft combine. For sure. So, of course, you have a great team around you. You've had a chance to interact with some of them. But when it comes to actually being prepared to go through this process, did you talk to, like, any other players that have gone through it in previous years to kind of, get a little bit of advice or, I, I mean, you seem so laid back. I don't know if you needed any of it. Um, honestly, um, no, nah, I've just been, you know, I mean, I have talked, uh, we had a wide receiver last year, Frank Darby, things like that. So I kind of, you know, talk, reach out this and there, you know, just to, you know, see what I was looking forward to going up there to the senior bowl. Cause he went up there last year and things like that. But I mean, honestly, nah, I just kind of, you know, just, you know, go with the flow. Uh, you know, you, you learn as you go and, um, you know, you just embrace all of it, you know, because, you know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, I won't ever have to go through the draft combine again. Uh, you know, I won't ever have to run a 40 time again. You know, I don't ever have to, you know, show how much I can bench press or, you know, do all them, you know, the drills and things that they want you to do. So, you know, obviously kind of, you know, at the end of the day, just a competitor, you compete and you just embrace all of it, you know. Uh, you just cherish every every moment that's going on right now. Yeah, no one is going to pick you apart like the thousands of people that will be over the next couple months. Um, I only say that because seemingly you don't let any pressure get to you. So, uh, you know, I'd be worried for some people. I know if I were in your shoes, I don't know how I'd be handling it. But man, as well and easy as you take it, you, at least going into the senior bowl, did you feel like any sort of pressure, like, hey, this is my stage to prove that I belong here to really kind of boost up my stock, or is it still just a, a day at a time? Uh, it was still kind of for me just a day at a time. Uh, I don't, you know, think I need to kind of, you know, prove anything to people, you know. Um, everybody, you know, got what they want to see from you. Uh, you know, got it, list of things, you know, weakness, strengths, things like that. But, I mean, as long as you just, you know, believe yourself and you know what you're uh, capable of doing. And and um, for me, it was just, you know, at the end of the day, just going out there competing and having fun, you know, doing what you do. Like, you know, football, 
I mean, you know, it's a job or whatever, but, you know, to me it's just, you know, it's been the same. It's the same game since I've been playing since a little kid. Like, you know, and I really, you know, you have fun with it and you enjoy it. So, I mean, going to Seabro, that's just the main focus that I was going to do. Uh, regardless, at the end of the day, you know, just be grateful and thankful that, you know, I got a chance to go up there, uh, get an invite. And uh, like I said, you know, you just cherish. I just cherished a lot of interviews. I was grateful. And, um, you know, I just had fun out there. Now, and I saw it, I think at some point you had even said last week that you had met with like 16 different teams. Um, you, you even, I, I believe I thought I read a quote that you basically said that, you know, you like picking brains, you know, you get a chance to work with the New York Jets coaching staff, you know, Robert Sala and everyone there. And you get a chance to now talk to these guys about, you know, what they're looking for. Um, you know, people have different methods, but basically just trying to get a feel for it. it. seems like you didn't waste the opportunity to really learn as much as you can. Uh, oh, yeah, nah. I mean, I don't never. I tell you, never waste the opportunity. I'm a guy, like I said, I like to pick brains, ask questions. A uh, guy that just got, you know, wants to get better, understands that, you know, uh, you know, I'm not where I want to be. Uh, I probably, you know, won't be everywhere I want to be, but, you know, I'm trying to be the best that I can be. So um, uh, that's just kind of how I am. Uh, at my training facility, I do the same thing, you know, uh, you know, critique my running. Like if, you know, I was my coach or whatever, and, you know, some don't feel right and stuff like that. But it's like when you talk about pressure, um, you know, all that stuff just boils down to expectations. And uh, when you hold yourself to a high standard, you got high goals and expectations for yourself. Like, you know, everybody expects to, everybody else's expectations don't matter, you know? So that's, that's what I look at it as. So considering you're an inquisitive guy, you know, you didn't waste the opportunity. Do you have like one or two things from any of the coaches that really stuck with you that kind of maybe changed the way you looked at what it means to be a pro athlete or how you approach your craft or, or anything whatsoever that like, really sticks with you or is it was it all just sort of little pointers here and there uh, it was for me it was just kind of little pointers here and there but uh the biggest thing was you know um what coaches were saying all along that what I already had in mind is you know just have fun and, and just be yourself and I was already kind of you know preaching that uh going down there you know at the end of the day you know you can only control what you can control and uh you know the things that you control is your attitude and your effort so yeah, definitely. Uh, now, part of you being able to do what you do, though, is like, man, the offensive line on your side, like those guys really they put in the work. I don't know how they gelled as well as they did, but they were moving bodies. You know, they let you in. in um, sorry, blanking on uh, the, the Baylor uh, Abram. Um, like you guys were, were able to really tear it up I, to get those guys, it, not just the offensive line, but like, you know, the, the hundred plus players. How does everyone like basically become a team over the course of a couple of days and get whatever is schemed down, get the play calls down? It, it almost feels like it shouldn't be that easy for any team to do that well in that because everyone is brand new to one another. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We just kind of had a different group. A uh, group of guys that, you know, they had something to prove. Uh, they wanted to go out there and show. They wanted to compete, be competitors. And at the same time, they would just, you know, they just wanted to kind of show the scouts and show, you know, compete against the other guys that, you know, because, you know, some conferences, you know, take not. So, like I said, everybody got, they like, you know, different motives, uh, what they want to do, what they want to accomplish. Uh, and things like that, and, and that's kind of what my O-line had, and, and they had a good O-line coach from the Jets, and, uh, and you know, he, 
you know, coaching staff believed in, you know, a lot of the guys and things like that, you know, and, and, and they were just happy to be there and, and grateful as well. So it just rubbed off on the rest of the, uh, of the team. Yeah, though, I've wasted enough time talking about one week of your life. I, I, I really want to talk to you about the years that led up to it. You know, from what I could read in high school, you know, despite the fact that you have over 2,000 yards as a you know, running back, um, again, as a senior, no offers. You are a zero-star recruit. You're not on anyone's radar. So for you to get to this point, man, I, I, that's a special journey. Do you mind just talking a little bit about when you're 17, 18 years old, probably being pretty disappointed that no one's giving you the attention that you think you deserve? Uh, and just from that point, how do you ultimately take that first step to get to Nebraska Kearney? Uh, honestly, you know, <laughs> Just kind of like, you know, a lot of hurt, uh, a lot of pain. Uh, uh, you know, just feel like you wasn't good enough. Um, kind of no matter what you did, um, like no matter what I did. But honestly, um, honestly, you know, I just took all that and, and, and used that as motivation. Um, used it as, you know, just wanted to do something. You know, I wanted to play sports. That's what I wanted to do. Like, you know, I want to be the football player. Uh, my family and I, you know, I wanted to be the best at what I do. So, you know, I just kind of took it, like I said, took all that and ran with it. Um, you know, ended up just working out a lot. Ended up just training. Ended up just like not never, you know, like putting in work over, you know, having free time, enjoy time, just things like that. You know, you have to sacrifice a good amount of that. And, you know, I just kind of opened up my eyes to realize kind of what it, you know, what it takes and what it took to, for me to get here right now where I'm at in this position. So to you know, take that even a step further, uh, you redshirt when you go it, in Nebraska Kearney's a D, D2 school for any listener that, that's not aware, but I believe you redshirt there, transferred to JUCO for two years. So we're, we're talking, you know, a three plus year period where I, you could be uncertain. You could have a lot of doubt about, is this going to work? I, I, do you have any thoughts about like, Hey, what do I do if this doesn't go down the road that I think, how do you just stay the course this entire time? Uh, honestly, I was just locked in. Uh, I knew there wasn't, you know, no other option, uh, but to succeed. And at the end of the day, you know, I knew what I was getting going into Juco during college four. And, uh, you know, I was going in there uh, to get, um, you know, to earn and to get that Division One scholarship, um, no matter where it was from. Um, and I knew, you know, as long as I go in there, my focus, uh, I had guys that believed in me that helped me get up to my junior college, get to the junior college I, I ended up going to. And, you know, I had a lot of belief in myself. Uh, you know, it could take you a long way. Uh, so that's what really it was. Uh, I knew I was, a top, I was just a tough kid. Uh, tough young man, and uh, you know, uh, a lot of guys said, you know, Juco either gonna make you or it's gonna break you, and and uh, I just know I, that I wasn't gonna be broke. And if I have this right, it was UCLA that that seemed like a pretty intriguing option, but ultimately, anyone that's followed you knows that that's not where you went up. How'd you end up at Arizona State, and how close were you to actually going to UCLA? Um, very close, very close. <laughs> A uh, little mishap happened between me and UCLA, and then that ended up where I didn't end up going. But I was so close, like very close. Um, and then um, I don't know, you know, after me, uh, after decommitted from UCLA, uh, 
just kind of weighing my options. Uh, COVID had uh, had hit, you know, the United States, and you know, a lot of things had got shut down, and you know, it was a dead period in NCAA and things like that. But um, you know, I had a good amount of you know offers still coming in, and um, just kind of was trying to take my time, you know, um, kind of spring. Uh, so, you know, everybody was kind of already in their spring semester or shut down anyway, you know. Um, so just wanted to take my time and figure out what was the right school and, uh, you know, right fit for me. Um, and, you know, Arizona State came and, and they offered. Um, and, um, you know, I'll just talk with the coaches at the end of the day. Like like, like I said, pick their brains, um, see what they, you, you know, see what they seen, things like that, what they feel. Um, and, you know, opportunity, you know, just presented itself. Um, and I feel like, you know, that was just the best situation, best fit for me. Now, anyone that likes football knows who Herm Edwards is. Certainly a lot of coaches today, that they're, they're younger, they're very innovative on offense. That's sort of the mold of how these new head coaches come about. That's, from what I can gather, not Herm Edwards' style. You know, uh, anyone that's you know seen the, the clips of him yelling and screaming certainly seems he's a little bit tougher, that old school mentality. What was your first impression of him? Uh, it was great. Uh, Coach Herm is, is Coach Herm. Like, he's a different, unique human being. And everybody's unique in their own way, though. But um, he's just, you know, he's a player, player's coach. Guys let it play for him. Um, he's a great leader. Um, uh, just the things that you can learn and, and that you get from him, the knowledge from him and, and uh, the rest of the staff, uh, you know, it just helps you out a long way. Like, you know, it helps you out, helps you out on the field and off the field. And, and that was a big thing for me, uh, you know, just like, you know, connections, relationships and things like that. Like, you know, guys tell me all the time, like, you know, that'll take you a long way. Um, so, you know, just kind of doing the right thing and, and stuff like that, that he preached and, you know, that he gave examples of, and you just learned a lot from him. It was like, you know, kind of like, yeah, a great experience. Now, uh, going to, now, just transitioning a little bit to your game, and you know, as we get in closer, uh, closer to wrapping up here, I'm pretty sure I saw a tweet from Jim Nagy saying that you were clocked at running 21 plus miles per hour, one of the fastest guys at. at um, I was going to say the combine, but uh, the Senior Bowl. I mean, what, what should we be expecting for this 40 time coming up? It, it seems like you might turn some heads there. Uh, yeah, no, that's the goal. But really, you know, I mean, you know, that's good if heads turn. But really, I just want to come out of there. Like I said, you know, I got goals and, and what I want to run for myself. So really, I just want to come out of there, there making myself happy, uh, you know, making myself proud of, of what I ran and uh, the goal, you know, just accomplishing that goal that I got for myself. So, you know, it'd be all right. It'd be cool if heads turn, but you know, I'm not really worried about the heads. You know, I'm worried about my own, my own head. So we're talking four fours then? Oh yeah. Like that's, yeah, it's the goal. That's all right. Now I, I bring this up because, you know, anyone that's watched your highlights, anyone that's followed you at all at Arizona state is, you have a, a very unique balance of between being speed, um, like that straight line, 21 mile per hour speed, but your, your lateral quickness, clearly when you've run up the middle, you've shown toughness and power as well. With the, the hands, man, I, I, I mean, you have a pretty unique skill set, the vision that goes along with it, the patience that you've shown trying to, you know, when you get the ball before you make your cut. Out of everything that you bring to the table, what do you think is the most important piece of being a good running back? Um, 
honestly, I mean, I, I just figured I believe the most important thing is uh, at the end of the day, it's still going to be, you know, you know pass protection. Um, and all those traits, things like that, you know, if you can't pass block, you're not going to be on the field that much. You know, you're not going to be, you know, every down back and, you know, growing up and, and things like that. You know, I heard people say he'd be this or he'd be that, uh, which is cool. But I already pride myself growing up off of being an every down back, um, just doing everything, you know, never being able to – never leaving the doubt or never leaving it in my coach's head that he can't trust me um, out there. Uh, whether it's, you know, running the ball, catching the ball, or, like I said, picking up a pass block. So uh, that's why I feel it's the, the biggest thing. You say that almost as if maybe someone told you at some point that pass protection is something that is going to keep you on the field. Have you heard, maybe heard before that that's something that is crucially important? Because everything that I listed off, I feel like most guys would have been like, oh, well, you know, you got to have this or that. But you went right to the most – team-oriented thing a running back could be asked to do that's not actually allowing him to get the ball in his hands? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, everything in life and football goes into football is about sacrifice, you know. And at the end of the day, at the end of the, uh, day for me, I'm not a guy. I pride myself off of being able to do more with little, you know. So what I mean by that is um, I don't pride myself off of being able to touch the ball this time, this many times, this like that. Um, it's for me, what can you do when you only touch the ball this many amount of times or you only do, you know, how can you be a playmaker or what you going to do with this opportunity that you get, you know, because you never know, you know, like not opportunities come out, come around like, you know, often. So uh, for me, yeah, it's just like, you know, like sacrificing, uh, you know, you got to sacrifice. That's kind of, you know, with the league going to, you know, it's a passing league. Though I feel like the running back is important, very important. Uh, but the running back, for me, you know, the running back is asked to do everything. And, and like I said, at the end of the day, that's why I pride myself on doing everything. Yeah, and I thought that that's why you paired so beautifully with uh, Jaden. I, I mean, the way that, you know, he could run, which meant that maybe if he was getting some of the rush yards, you were getting more of the pass. Like, it, it was just a good balance of, you know, you guys kind of complemented each other really well. But, man, as we get just a little closer toward wrapping up, I, I need to know, can you teach vision, right? I mean, you've shown patience in the hole, which I guess maybe a coach can work with you on. But when it comes to actual vision, man, I, I mean, what can a running back do if they just aren't seeing it as clearly as some other guys? Is it just a gift? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I believe it's a gift. But, you know, and a lot of people say you can't teach vision. Vision, but uh, what you do nowadays, you know, you got offense that's ori oriented on running certain, you know, schemes. So you teach read, you can teach assignment, you can teach alignment. But I mean, like vision, uh, it just kind of comes naturally. Um, it's like you, you know, you see it or you don't. And um, you know, that's just you know, a big thing that you know that a lot of dudes tell me when I was growing up that I was you know gifted and blessed with. And, you know, I'm just grateful. All right. Well, I want to end on the gauntlet. I got a couple quick questions for you, but I got to sneak one last one in. There's a lot of good running backs in the, the draft class this year. Why should an NFL GM pick you over any of those other guys? Uh, I mean, honestly, I just say uh, what I can bring to the team, uh, just a playmaker. Um, playmaker out, you know, spread it out wide, catching the ball. Um, I just offer everything you need. Uh, special teams, returner, things like that. Like, 
you know, whenever you kind of need a play, you can just, you know, call up on me or, you know, whatever you need in general. Uh, and then outside of that, just my personality, uh, just how I am, you know, uh, you know, got morals, a lot of things, goals for myself, um, uh, my personality, uh, what I bring to a team. And honestly, I'm, I'm more winning than anything. Uh, you know, I'm a big winner. You know, I feel like winning takes care of everything else. Winning cures a lot. Winning cures basically everything. All right, Playmaker, I got a couple quick questions for you. I need to know what's most important when it comes to winning, whether it's a national championship or a Super Bowl. Would you rather have a number one offense or a number one defense? Um, I would say when it comes to winning a championship, you probably want to have a number one defense. Um, I mean, You've just seen it, like defense wins championships. Uh, we've just seen it, you know, time from time again. Um, I'm trying to think of the last Super Bowl that was really a shootout, you know, and you can't, you know, really, you can't really like attest to it or 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 think of one. So I say number one defense for sure. Which do you prefer, a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown? Um. I mean, honestly, either one is fine to me. That's just my real answer. Uh, All right. Yeah, it don't really matter to me. A touchdown is a touchdown, regardless. Amen to that. So what's most important then? Is it the players on the field or is it the scheme? Uh, Honestly, I would say, you know, I would say – you do need a good scheme, but I mean, a, a player, a playmaker, gonna be a playmaker, like regardless of what scheme, you know. Because I feel like you know you gonna still get put in situations, certain situations, with whatever scheme you in, or where you have an opportunity to make a play, and it's either you gonna make it or you're not gonna make it. So I say a play playmaker, player. I agree. So favorite football memory to date? Does anything jump out as being your, your top moment on the field? Um, honestly, favorite football memory today? Nah, I don't really count. I'm trying to think. Nah, I'd probably say just winning. Uh, probably last year, just winning the Washington game that we had won. We had came back and won that game. Just winning, winning that game. Love it. Now, there's a game in a couple of days. I don't know if you know Rams or Bengals. Um, uh, man, my heart's telling me go. My heart telling me go Bengals. My heart, but my gut is telling me go Rams. I'm in the same predicament, man. I, I think a lot of us are. It's like you know, I feel like you know your heart be in the right place, but they say you always gotta go with your gut. So. The gut feeling. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Rams. Just simple fact that we talking defense, and there's no knock to the Bengals defense because they've been playing, you know, they've been playing real good lately as well. But uh, the Rams just kind of been their defense and they D line been off the charts. So yeah. Well, man, you were once that 17, 18 year old kid who seemingly didn't have a lot of people 
putting their money on. You had to bet on yourself to get to where you are today. So if you were to give any piece of advice to a 17, 18 year old kid that wants to get to where you are, what you've been able to accomplish the last few years, what's the best piece of advice that you'd give to them? Uh, I mean, I just, I would just say, just, you know, trust uh, your instincts and, you know, just believe in yourself. I mean, regardless if nobody else believes in you, you know, outside, all that matters is, you know, what's on the inside and you on the inside, if you believe in yourself, you know, you can accomplish, you can accomplish a lot of things, a lot of goals that you have for yourself. Another thing, you know, just hold yourself to a high standard, high goals, you know, just, you know, don't ever feel bad or feel sad, uh, you know, for yourself, things like that, you know, you just got to keep working. And as long as you keep working, you know, good things going to come out of it. There you have it. Rashad, thank you so much for taking the time today. As we actually wrap it up now, where can everyone follow you on social media? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, my Instagram is uh, Shad3. It's basically, you know, like the end of my name, C-H-A-A-D underscore underscore three. And my Twitter handle is the same thing, C-H-A-A-D underscore underscore three. There you have it, Rashad. Been an incredible journey so far. Can't wait to see what happens next. I'm sure there's only bigger and better things coming. Thanks so much for taking the time. No, thank you so much for having me, man. Really grateful. Appreciate you so much.